0: Welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I'm your host, Christian, the Unbiased King. Hey. that been all. And joining me through Discord, it is the Man, the Myth legend. It is Joshua, Gangster Time Cool. Well it's called partner, but it should be called Gangster Time.
1: <laughs> I don't know.
2: What's good everybody?
0: <laughs> hey buddy. What up, Chris? Hey! Also joining us is the disembodied voice of our producer. It is Edgelord. Big news, Ryan! None to you, big news! nerds? Hey, hey, hey! Oh yeah, the weeklies are back. Very excited. We only have three today uh, because uh, My Hero Academia and Black Clover are on sabbatical. Uh, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna do a little bit of uh, question answering today to make up for it. Uh, but uh, you know, not to waste any more time, let's get into plugs right away. You can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram, Joshua Cole. Where can they find you?
2: All right, at. JD Cole underscore 37. That's on Instagram. And at NY Chillin with an EN, not an ING. That's on Twitter. Get at me, guys. Hey,
0: Brian find me at b.esp on both instagram and twitter and if you ever want to find me when i'm streaming you can find me at twitch.tv slash its punchline oh yeah you can follow the show itself at new jump city on twitter and instagram follow us on twitter especially because we do a really good chapter of the week poll you guys and that would be super cool we actually have a winner today like a definitive not tie winner or a really good chapter of the week by the audience poll today. So uh, keep, uh, bringing those- yeah, keep bringing in those votes, guys. Let's uh, let's get this popping. Um, you can email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any question, suggestion, anything guys want us to talk about. We got an email question today that we're getting into, so very excited about that. And uh, you can email us uh, any other questions that you might have. If you're a fan of the show and you want to hear us, Shoot the shit about random stuff, get into it. Uh, you can subscribe to us on YouTube. Please do. That would be super cool. Give us a like, give us a share, all of that good stuff. Uh, you can also subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, where, uh, you know, I don't know, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're we are on a lot of uh, streaming services. So uh, hit us up on that. Give us a five star review while you're at it. That would be super sweet. Audio version of the podcast usually goes up first, so. Uh, if you guys would rather, uh, get early access to the podcast, uh, that would be the best way to do it. And, uh, yeah, I think that's it. I'm, I don't think I'm missing anything. Um, yeah. spoiler alerts ahead. Let's get into the show. One piece. Hey,
2: a leave a like. And, um, if you guys have a question regarding the entire pod or just, this chapter, of One Piece, you can leave it right there in the comments, and we're gonna address it in the next episode.
0: Oh yeah. Um, this is One Piece chapter one thousand and forty eight. Twenty years. Uh, we got a little bit of a color page, cover page thing. I've been a little interested into uh, this particular cover page story, mostly because I feel like this is gonna be very important going forward. Uh, seeing as how Big Mom, yeah, has just gone down, and there seems to be two invaders on uh, Chocolat Town. Uh, and, uh, this little cover page, uh, is basically just Brule, uh, the mirror, mirror, uh, sister, uh, informing Biscuit, the Biscuit, Biscuit. Cracker, fru- right?
2: Now, isn't that Cracker?
0: No, you're right. His name is Cracker. The Biscuit, Biscuit fruit. Yeah, user. yeah, yeah. Uh, that- He was
2: also a commander. I didn't know he was a- Yo, Luffy fought two commanders. Yep. He I didn't did. know, you cause I was thinking, like, damn, he really struggled in that first fight against the first fucking- Big mom pirate, but he was a big, he was on the same level as Katakuri, technically, right? I guess. Well, I mean, Katakuri is considered-
0: yeah, Katakuri he, is
2: probably a better fighter.
0: Katakuri is considered the strongest of the four sweet generals, I think they're called. Right, uh, right, right. It's right. him, it's Cracker, Smoothie, I remember. She smoothie's the Juice, other one. people. <laughs> <laughs> that would ring
1: you out. Yeah, and oh, Biscuit, God.
0: yeah, so, uh, so Yeah. Uh, this little cover page uh, seems to indicate that Brulé thinks that uh, Niji and Reiju, uh, Sanji's brother and sister respectively, have returned to the island, I guess, to take back uh, Niji and Yanji. So I don't think it's them. <laughs> My thing is I think she's wrong. I think she thinks it's them because obviously they have two of their own. So right. she probably thinks it's coming back. But there's a reason they're shadowed. Maybe, Maybe it's not them. Who knows? Uh but anyway, let's get into the chapter proper. Uh last we left off, Luffy is about trying to finish off Kaido with a big fist. Uh and coming down from the clouds. You see that fist is kind of like cocked back into the arm too. Yeah. Like he used like he did with gear four. Uh there's a
2: lot of potential energy being stored. <laughs> I know you guys remember that from science class. Mm-hmm. Potential and kinetic energy. <laughs> yeah. And, Uh-oh. Uh,
0: yeah, th- there's a massive amount being stored in Luffy's giant cartoon fist. Uh, <laughs> so, his you know, so, so. fist. Yeah. And uh, last we left off with that, he's about to just he's just going to have to he's like, I'm going to have to either sh- punch straight through Onigashima or you're going to have to move him, Momonosuke. And right. He said he he's,
2: he's put that shit on his shoulders. <laughs> like, you know, mama, I ain't going to lie. You're going to have to pull through.
0: Yeah, because regardless- I'm not to kill
2: all y'all niggas. I'm tired of this dragon <laughs> motherfucker. <Yo. laughs>
0: yeah, I'll kill everybody. I don't care, dude.
2: You better move it. I trained way too hard. Y'all going to have to take that. Everyone in my crew is
0: down. Mm. I, just want
2: to- I just wanted you to know, and I thought you might want to do something about it.
0: Yeah. So, Momonosuke- but
2: all, my- all my guys is ready to die.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, Momonosuke is just like freaking out. He tries to bash his head- into the into the island trying to move it that way um, because he can't produce the dragon clouds. Uh, dragon, necess- headbutt. Mm, dragon headbutt? Dragon uh, headbutt. Yeah. You know, more so than a regular headbutt. Yeah, th- it's way stronger. It's dragon. It's a dragon. <laughs> yeah. uh, so Kaido's like, fine, I'll take your punch. Tell me, Strawhead, did you know that 20 years ago the co- the hero of this country was burned to death? And... Uh, it- as if on cue, he transforms. Like he creates like an outer fire shell dragon. Um, I don't know his own to...
2: hot nasty ass breath.
0: Yeah, he sets himself, on fire. himself
2: in his nasty fucking breath.
0: Yeah, and he's gonna see. Yeah, Luffy, if you if you're gonna defeat me, you gotta
2: touch me while I'm dirty. <laughs> I
0: don't think that's what he did.
2: How frightening is that?
0: Yeah, no, he, he yeah. No, I,
2: I made that up in my own head canon, but that's that's how I interpreted it. Yeah, he's
0: got mo- he's got just like basically a fire construct of himself. T- he's like f- leveled up his size and is like I'm going to have to burn you alive, Luffy. Um and he demonstrates how hot he is by melting one of the horns off of the Onigashima skull thing <laughs> that he's like it, me- it liquidizes. Liquid answers. I you not actually <laughs> yeah you see it in the the little uh, bottom page he just obliterates it completely um he says Is that giant Oh that's what that was. Yeah, you're right. Whoa. <laughs> he said <laughs>
2: that's hot.
0: Is it hotter than Dabi though? Mm. His fire pulse. Mm. That's a good question. <laughs> um so, you know, Luffy remembers, you know, uh, his training with uh Hyogoro, right? Hyogoro yes and uh, he's talking about like whatever man I know real hockey now I don't even need to touch you when you're hot breath <laughs> your spicy Dorito breath um, and he brings down his fist they clash you know L- Luffy's uh creating I guess a, a barrier of Ryo to actually separate himself from Kaido's flaming dragon thing um, and you know it's just like the you know the clash thing where they're basically pushing each other um, it's, uh, pretty crazy. Uh, we cut to inside of Onigash- Onigashima. Uh, Usopp seems to have dropped Keenanmon and Kiku. Um, and everybody's just like, damn, it's really, cu- it's really probably over. Uh, and we get a little bit of a flashback. Uh, you know, it's back to when Odin was killed and, uh, the Akazaya 9, uh, ran away. Um, they uh, they show that Kaido basically, like, you know, th- then they cut after that scene where uh, Momonosuke uh, was spirited away through time um, using his mom's powers. And then we cut over to uh, the daimyo uh, having to choose between subservience to Kaido and uh, death.
2: And we yeah. see oh, it was probably one of my favorite pages of the week.
0: Uh, which one? The, the the one where they are all like... With all the daimyos. And they're like, nigga, what you think we're about to say? Why do you think we pulled up with all this
2: armor and weapons?
0: These are all the guys who were stuck in that uh, cave with Yamato, if you remember uh, his flashback. I did not remember that. Those were the daimyos. Yeah, those are the daimyos. Except
2: for Yasui.
0: he. Yeah, Yasui made it out. Yasui somehow escaped. One of these guys looks very much like Zoro yeah Hmm. Didn't we already
2: kind of have a whole thing about i know that?
0: but i just wanted to bring it up again <laughs> in
2: case okay, i kind no of no, forgot, just, forgot hmm. how we resolved that honestly but i i do remember
0: us <laughs> i just wanted to bring attention to it again yeah well i just wanted to bring attention to it again real fast um so yeah, then Zoro basically obliterates all of the daimyo and samurai that would rise up against him. And uh, at that point, uh, Orochi just like, bring me every young man of working age. And, you know, you see the uh, the creation of his, uh, his factories and how it's fucking up the land of Wano. Um, just kind of emphasizing that uh, Kaido and Orochi are both sacks of garbage at this point. Uh, fuck these guys in case we needed any more reason to hate them. Uh,
2: yeah, in case I forgot that they poisoned the land, enslaved most of their people, <laughs> and just <laughs>
0: yeah, one more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really in, in, case in case you I guys forgot. I feel like seen... this Oda reminding us that Kaido's an asshole. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, <it>
2: literally... <laughs> from like this is what happened in Ocarina of Time, basically. Like
0: Yeah, in case after any the time skip. <laughs> in case there's anybody out there being like are you sure we have to defeat Kaido? Maybe he can be changed. Maybe if we do Takano Jutsu at him, he'll be a better person.
2: The the person that needs to die
0: is Orochi. Oh, uh, speaking of which, we cut over to Orochi currently uh, but being burnt alive uh, by the flames uh in Onigashima and uh he's going uh before he dies he's looking to take out uh Hiori the daughter of Odin uh and she's coming he's coming down on him and then uh he gets pretty quickly decapitated <gasps> Oh shit by Dendro uh pretty cool pretty cool little uh, panel here uh Dendro saves uh Saves Yori. and we get these little like moments, these cuts of the balloons being uh, lifted into the sky. One of them wishing that Orochi would go away, and Dendro being the answer to that prayer. <laughs> There's one that's particularly. All these like balloons are sad. <laughs> They're just like, free us from this from this hell. I w- I wish I had food. I want clean water again. Clean the water <laughs> again. Oh my god. Damn, dude. Die, Orochi. Yeah, he's. I think he's dead. I think this isn't a one I mean unless this is a one piece. Death. There's just no way. No. <laughs> you won't accept it?
2: They cut his he's dead. Can we please get one of those for him?
0: Yeah.
2: He got his he got
1: his head cut off.
2: No, not like this. Mm. What do you mean not like this? Kaido not literally with, cut his head not off. Not with the drama and, and and backstory and little flashback. I understand manga okay. etiquette, okay? And
0: Oda would never yeah. betray us. Um, we'll see. I mean, look, it's only a matter of time before we get the uh, Orochi's fun adventure across the seas cover story.
2: Oh man, I will! <laughs> uh, I will! I will flip on Oda, bro! Just like the My Hero Academia weirdos do.
0: Uh, it it'll be called uh, Orochi's "Goo Ha Ha" adventure because that's how he laughs. Uh, But yeah, Orochi is is, Orochi is, as far as we know, dead Uh, And the the clash continues And that's where the chapter kind of ends For this week Uh, There's no break next week So that's kind of nice That is kind of nice I would
2: even say pretty
0: nice Yeah,
2: nice Nice
0: (laughs) Nice (laughs) 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 Uh, Josh, what did you think about this chapter?
2: Uh, I enjoyed the chapter a good amount. As a matter of fact, I enjoyed it so much, I gave it the RGC for Whoa. this week. Certified RGC. RGC!
1: Certified RGC! Certified RGC!
2: So with that said, um, I mean, Orochi dying definitively in this chapter did a lot for me. I enjoyed it. <laughs> But, um, I also had this thought that man like I I really want to go and read the the flashback for um for okay. Odin again I need to admittedly it wasn't as much of a like catharsis r- release so however you say that term like it wasn't cathartic release yeah I mean, that's probably not it but that might be the title for this podcast cathartic anyway. release
0: <laughs> oh, catharsis release yeah <laughs> it might be honestly it's in the it running. It might
2: be. <laughs> but um no, like it I feel like it would have been a little bit more potent if uh I had if there wasn't so much time in between that flashback and this, you know? And I don't I'm not faulting uh um Oda. You know, it, it is what it is. It happened a while ago, and that's why I feel like I should go back and read that right before Luffy knocks Kaido's fucking brain out of his head. <laughs> and I'll, you know, maybe it'll give it a little bit more of a of a, a, a of a wholesome feeling. Like these guys are horrible. I mean, they said it in this chapter they they destroyed Wano.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Kaido ha- I mean, Kaido was like, I could care less about this island. Oh, yeah, samurai is soft. and I'm going to use your natural resources to do my own. And weirdo animal pirate stuff, right? Hmm. But but Orochi man, he grew up there, and he was mad. He was mad because your family got punished for doing some foul shit. So that's so that's what you're gonna do. Take a sh- your way of revenge is taking a shit on your own house. Great job, Orochi! Can we give him a round of a Can we give him a round of applause? Golf
0: claps for Orochi
2: yeah yeah you're fucking dead broski <laughs> die nigga die in piss rest in piss peace out i gotta make boy. a sound
0: drop out of that <laughs>
2: your two teeth are whack nigga your hippo <laughs> teeth you a hippo with dragon heads he this... doesn't deserve more words hmm.
0: that, those are my
2: thoughts fuck that guy
0: yeah brian what did you think yeah what's up brian what you think rgc What? I think I know. uh...
1: RGC. Certified RGC. Certified
0: RGC. Because it's One Piece. (laughs) That's my only reason. All right. Any other thoughts? (laughs) No argument Um, here. No, no. Yeah, you know, Oda's just, you know, doing Oda things. Oda's just goaded. I, f- I respect that. Uh, before I go on, I should say that this is the audience's voted RGC as well. Certified RGC. Certified
1: RGC. <laughs> RGC. It, it, is that Survive so? Is that so? RGC. Yeah,
0: that being said, it's not mine Uh, right now, I think. <laughs> We don't have a
2: lot to talk about
0: in this in this next uh
2: issue we're gonna cover, I guess.
0: Yeah. Uh I I liked it. I, I think like the next chapter will probably be an automatic RGC for me. Um I, I, I felt everything that I was supposed to feel. I think this chapter did everything right. But I don't know, it didn't give me um RGC's vibes quite yet. You know, i I think it was just like missing it was a missing piece. You know, I guess, like, I I just wanted a little more uh, from this chapter, I guess. Uh, I got the little, uh, I I really understand the resonance of why this little flashback needed to be here. You know, as, like, everything's ramping up and, you know, Oda's building the tension uh, for this final attack. Um, It's awesome. Uh, We finally get to see where exactly these, uh, who exactly the samurai inside of uh, the cave were, really. Because we actually didn't know they were Daimyo. Uh, necessarily we just thought they were samurai in the thing so you know it. it that's cool enough um, and it, that's why it made sense that they had Odin's book because they're all like part of that ruling class of Wano you know like alongside of Odin at that time so um, yeah it was cool it was also good to build up it was more for like to build up the catharsis of Orochi being a dickhead that needed to die um and you know to just build that catharsis release so to speak because I think Odo knows that it's been a long time since uh, since we've seen how fucking greasy uh, Orochi can really be so um, you know I feel like he needed to emphasize that with this and uh, I appreciated that but not necessarily my RGC Um, I did like it a lot though and it is it is one piece you know (laughs) Uh, obviously very close second for me but um i i really like this i um i love this clash i like that odin had this cool like secret technique left uh which looks really well drawn i'll say that it's it's really cool to see odin create a fire construct around himself to headbutt luffy's gigantic fist so
2: yeah that's pretty crazy
0: so yeah i feel like next chapter will be the stronger catharsis release um but uh yeah that's all that's all i really got to say about one piece um this <laughs> are, is there anything uh is there any uh rebuttals closing thoughts on uh on one piece not a rebuttal but i do have a closing
2: thought Ooh. this one i'm smoking right now I'm, this is a that i wrapped up in some fanto and paper
0: i'm mm. dead, Orochi. how will you feel this wait, what if he isn't dead how will you feel <laughs>
2: I already said it, betrayed Yeah, he wouldn't, he I bet wouldn't you he's not dead.
0: older, bro. Listen, bro, you gotta you gotta be pre- prepared You know how he does. I'm pretty sure he's not dead. I would say there's a pretty big possibility because I think like it's more that Orochi gets a certain a certain amount of heads, it's kinda like nine lives type of shit. So you can sure. you can only decapitate him a number of times. And I think Keenan Mon decapitated him like six times last time they saw oh wow remember when they saw each other in the hallway and he immediately whipped out like six heads and the the akazaya nine were like i'm not playing with that shit." immediately decapitated a bunch of them yeah so maybe it's that kind of deal um but because he got his head cut off regularly Mm -hmm.
2: then like at least three Hydra heads and now
0: Mm. yes now this guy the
2: only way his his him not dying would be acceptable is if they grab his remains and like vega punk turned him into some type of machine with a fruit or or just something machine with his fruit working with it and he's some type of boss that someone has to fight at the end i don't know yeah
0: like, yeah, like I don't to, know you he's know he's just
2: someone's someone else's fight
0: at a certain point it's like just stab him in the heart or something because you're going to keep decapitating him it's like do something else maybe
2: why don't you carve them into pieces or something?
0: The definition of insanity is doing something over and over and over again and expecting the same a different result. Or the same result. I don't know. Anyway, so I guess that was One Piece then, right? Yeah. That being said, uh, we have a question from uh, Sketchy Mike. Uh, this is a uh, way back machine. Uh, he, he has sent us since four other questions, but we're going to do one today because it's One Piece related. Uh, we're doing... Uh, Sanji starts a top chef type cooking competition on the Sunny where the other Straw Hats compete. Who wins? What are their strengths throughout the competition? And what was their signature dish? Okay. Uh, so we're going to go down the order of uh, the Straw Hats uh, when they joined the Straw Hat I guess. Uh, and we'll give you know where they placed uh, what were their strengths and weaknesses and if we can a signature dish. We don't know a whole lot of food so <laughs> um we uh, I can't guarantee that. But uh I'm just
2: gonna talk about I'm just gonna name shit I know.
0: Yeah, I'm j I am we are just going based on what we know about the characters and inferring where they're all place who wins. Uh so let's get into it. First up, monkey D Luffy. Uh where does he sit? Uh, I'll go first. I think uh I I speak for everyone where when we say that Luffy is dead last, uh he loses yeah. very immediately. Um he has no strengths. Uh, 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 Bro, the only, only his, his, oh. Lua, yeah, Luffy, Luffy can't cook. We've seen that. Uh, there was that time where uh, he and Nami and Chopper and Pedro all went off to find Sanji and they counted on him to cook stuff and he made them laundry and dead fish soup. So. Um. Odd. it was not good it, it was not good for him so he is obviously the worst uh the best thing that we could possibly hope for out of luffy is that he can cook meat on a bone but we'll be we'll be goddamn lucky if there's salt on that thing so i, I don't think he's a very uh he can season <laughs> uh so that's that's where uh my two cents uh josh where do you think luffy places
2: okay so similar sentiment dead last um (laughs) he i I, we all right his weaknesses are well documented thanks chris uh but i will say this a strength of his is that he'd probably try anything you know (laughs) he's not bougie yeah you feel me especially if he's hungry yeah so like he 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 he, he'll he'll at least have the knack to try a, a, a bunch of different things you know what I mean? He'd probably, he'd probably volunteer to help try everyone else's dish, too.
0: Yeah. He'll still everybody's know? dish. He'll, he'll lose the competition and then just be a judge.
2: Right. That's how I look at that. That's how I foresee it happening for
1: Luffy. Yeah.
2: Signature dish. I don't know. The laundry and fish, fish soup he made. Raw fish that he scooped up from the sea. <laughs> Bow, put that on the floor, ready to eat. <laughs> like this, and then just put it. You gonna you gonna hit it with a red hawk and say, "I, right. it, <laughs> it's,
0: it's dead. This. Enjoy." Yeah, dead and cooked. Brian, what do you think? Red hawk, uh, red hawk roast last, and he's just gonna have like a fucking leg of meat. That's about it. Yeah, <laughs> like that's his signature. It's just a leg, a slab of meat. Yeah. <laughs> That may or may not be fully cooked out. So eat at your own cautious caution. And yeah, I don't think Sanji would even eat it. He would just disqualify him. Yeah, he's like Luffy. What are you doing here, man? And Luffy's like, you're right. I'll see myself out. <laughs> um. So next up, Zoro. Uh, I have Zoro sixth place. Uh, I I'd like to think that Zoro is slightly more competent than uh Luffy. <laughs> like I I would think that he can cut up a fish he could cook a fish uh i don't think he'll like be particularly uh impressive with it he'll he'll competently cook one fish uh but it'll be very boozy because he co- he's one of those people who like cooks with wine and shit he's uh zora's a well-documented alcoholic um so it'll be a very boozy fish uh so, yeah, I think it will be good. And I think Sanji wouldn't be particularly generous to him. But, uh, you know, it'll, it'll, he'll begrudgingly give him sixth place. Um, Josh, what do you think Zoro is?
2: Okay, so I don't have it ranked, like, in order or anything like that. But I do have tiers. It's simple. There's low tier, which Luffy is at the very bottom of. Mid tier. And high tier.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Right? And high tier is going to include... Who I believe would make the best dish, and I guess the the runner-ups mid tier would be the ones that make an okay dish, and low tiers are the ones that have no hope. Mm-hmm. Basically, like that, right? So Zoro, I actually have um in the high tier as a runner-up winner. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. Oh, I probably shouldn't reveal that for nobody else. I'm gonna just put them. I'm gonna just say he's in high tier.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: All right, and um, I believe. Because he's so good with swords, you know, he he'd be good with, like with knives and and full that. You know, you have to have a good um a good you know precision for with mm-hmm. cutting. And I thought something simple like sushi. I I could see his like him making a mean sushi dish. Yeah. Off of off of like some giant fish he caught in the sea himself. Mm-hmm. caught that call that motherfucker up with the uh, the demon Tom slash was yeah. the Ashura. Yeah, yes. with the nine neds, <laughs> <laughs> sushi platter for the whole fucking crew. Yeah, you know what I mean. Get the right, you know, like protein and it's simple and clean and effective.
0: Mm-hmm. I yeah. like that. I have him up there, Brian. Where do you see Zoro?
2: Oh, weaknesses? Do I have to call oh, do you? Weaknesses?
0: If you, if you, if it comes to mind.
2: I mean, if he has a weakness, it's lack of creativity Mm -hmm. he probably doesn't have super variety and that's maybe something that would hold him back yeah that's what i thought
0: I, i can't see him having too much variety yeah uh brian where do you think he lands um i think zorro would be like fourth place Hmm. um and i'll say that his uh that is skills with the blade would give him some good cuts on like a steak or something. Mm. Nice, nice. So I think he would make like a like a decent steak, you know. I buy that. That's fair. Mm. Um, next up on the list we have Nami. Uh, uh, I have Nami number four. Uh, Nami ha- da- has stated. That she can cook. Uh, When they were looking for Sanji, I remember her being like, I could cook for the crew, but uh, I'll have to charge. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, Uh, there's a fame. She seems to be able to make a tangerine sauce. That's like her thing. Like she's so she clearly knows how to, like, make recipes. And yeah. stuff. She 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 has some creativity in the kitchen. Uh, I would feel like she's more competent than a lot of uh, of the boys on the crew for the most part, just because uh, the boys are just like goofy children at this point. Uh, from here on out, so yeah, I would say, I would say Nami is fourth place. Uh, I would say that she makes uh, a nice a nice uh, fish with a tangerine sauce.
2: <laughs> that be her signature.
0: A tangerine glaze. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay uh josh what do you think so i just learned
2: about the whole sauce thing so that's definitely something that's gonna be incorporated in her main dish but Nami i didn't have too much i don't i don't really know too much about her outside i mean i don't know i don't i don't i didn't know that about her her cooking skills so um i i kind of put her like in the average area because i figured she could cook you know what I mean? Bar she's probably just not that great of it. Doesn't like have too much passion for it. So uh, yeah, I got her like, smack dab in the middle. I mean, strengths and weaknesses. I feel like she's like an all rounder,
1: mm-hmm.
2: essentially. So you know, kind of jack all trades. Strength being she's good at. She could probably cook a lot, like you know, a bunch of different things. Weakness, she's probably not going to make it the greatest, but it'll be good. It'll taste
1: good. Mm-hmm.
2: Not nothing elite. So her signature dish would be like, I'd say wings in that tangerine sauce Hmm. with some, with some, uh, with some fried potatoes.
0: Mm, That sounds nice. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's, that does sound good. Actually. Mm,
0: Tangerine sauce. (laughs) 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 Uh, Brian, what do you think? Um,
2: Oh, I got Nami. Yeah, I said Nami's in the mid tier, right?
0: Yeah. Yes. I would say that Nami is second place. Whoa. Any and reason? I think. Oh. Well, because she was the first cook before Sanji. That much and uh you know she probably gets a lot of flavor profiles because sanji simps for her so hard
1: <laughs> that's so true she
0: could probably she probably developed her her um her skills a little bit without even knowing damn that's a good point yeah her palate must be really refined because sanji keeps giving her different Holy, shit every day yeah I didn't think <laughs> about it like that sanji yeah. puts an actual effort into nami and robin's dishes so they have like a, <laughs> an advantage with palates right right that makes sense. I think she would do I think she would do like a pastry involving uh, tangerines, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I never even thought about giving people uh, pastries. Uh, you know, I'm always thinking entrees. <laughs> You're right, Brian. I should start I should expand my horizons. Um but uh is that all is that all you got for uh, for Nami, Brian? Yeah. All right. So next we have Usopp. Uh I have Usopp at 5. Uh, I think, I feel like Usopp would have to be competent at cooking because he kind of grew up without a mom. Uh, his dad is deadbeat. (laughs) So he basically living in that house by himself since he was like 10. So, you know, I I figured Usopp would have to know how to cook. He's right. I feel like he's right there in the middle for me because he he can cook a a, a good, a solid variety of things. But, you know, everything's just like competently cooked. Tastes good. But nothing's gonna blow you out uh, of the water here. Uh, I would think Usopp's kind of like a, a good cook. Like a, I, you could survive. He's as good a cook as the best like guy who lives on his own. He can be, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that, that hit a spot. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, that's how I. That's my level of cooking.
2: No, I feel. Hey, no, it's relatable. <laughs> I feel like that's very relatable. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Josh what do you think
2: um I pretty much agree with you as far as him um I I think he was he's at least decent cook because he is a survivor um you -hmm. know like you say yeah I didn't know about I forgot about him not having a mom but he's he's willing to be out there and live alone you know what I'm saying he 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 joined before Sanji did right yes so he, you know what I'm saying. I'm sure he thought his head like, I'm gonna make food for myself, so I should be straight. But yeah. um, you know, even though he's pretty crafty and you know, uh, so you know, sort of inventive, I just don't see him making incredible food dishes. If anything, I see him maybe trying really hard but fucking it up because <laughs> he overthought, you know. So yeah. like, his best dish would be keeping it something super simple. So I got him right. Um, I got him at, in the mid tier. Um, but you know, lower than someone like Nami. I guess I'll say the uh, the lower mid tier. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. What's his name again? Usap. Usa.
0: <laughs> Damn, Brian. Damn, Josh. <laughs> oh, you see, you messed up the name too. I, I hey, They're you're honest. right. Hey, when you're right, you're right. Um, <laughs> Brian, Brian, what do you think about Usopp? Um. I'm going to put Usopp at 5th behind Zoro. Hey. we well, said Usopp um, you said Zoro second place.
2: Oh, I didn't say special. No, ideas. I said
0: Nami's second place, oh, Zoro's right. fourth. You're right. All right. Um I put Usopp behind Zoro because um you know Zoro was trying to like what was probably cook just to try to piss Sanji off and be good at it. <laughs> That's funny. You know, but Usopp is is like you know he he just he just makes food to survive. That's about it. Like that's all he's gonna do. He's not he's not gonna do something crazy, but he's not gonna do something bad. It's just something that's edible, right? Yeah, I guess we're so, all aligned um, on that one. Probably some noodles. Probably make like mm. some noodles or something. That's a good idea. I, yeah, I can see Usopp throwing down some good noodles. Um. So I guess we can uh, move on to our next contestant. Uh, Chopper, Tony, Tony Chopper. I own it. I have Chopper at seventh. Uh, how many crew members are there? Nine. Nine outside of San, with without Sanji, there are nine. Uh, oh. so Chopper, I have seventh because he's a young boy. He's the youngest boy in the crew. <laughs> I don't think he's had to cook much in his life. He's basically been a doctor his whole life, and you know he's had like adults take care of him. He had hair luck, and he had um coreja so i think for the most part i don't think he's had to cook all that much he's he's a very skilled doctor that's why he's not like close to that that's why that's what puts him in seventh place as opposed to like eighth place He's i think he could figure it out if you really like put it together but it wouldn't be uh anything crazy i would say that he would be closer to uh making a pastry himself because he has a sweet tooth uh, his his nickname is cotton candy loving chopper so um uh, <laughs> that's his bounty that's his bounty nickname is cotton candy <laughs> loving chopper um so <laughs> and he does love sweets so i can see him trying to make cotton candy or like a caramel ca- caramel apple he loves those um fun fact about chopper do you know that the same lady who voices pikachu also voices chopper oh i did not know that the more you know guys uh, that's a that's a little fun fact in there i can't find the the more you know drop shit oh there it is <laughs> uh, just so you guys know but yeah that's where i put chopper seventh place he'll, he'll probably like do a caramel apple that's like serviceable but you know that'll be all he can cook and all he's interested in cooking really um josh what do you have chopper
2: First of all, Usa signature sandwich would be like a signature dish would be a like a specialty
0: sand, like a deli sandwich, a really nice one. A chopped cheese, a really good chopped cheese.
2: Nah, nah, like a like a honey turkey, oh. with, you know the cheese, lettuce, tomato, <laughs> you know, some onions, salt, pepper, lettuce, yeah, you know I mean, oil vinegar, all of that. But but with the you know how you know how the boys had posters look? Mm-hmm. With the fucking um yeah, those little cho- uh, toothpick, toothpick in, in the middle
0: with the olive on top. You mm. know what I'm talking. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I can see that. I buy that. All um. Right. But where do you have so, chopper?
2: All right. So chopper.
0: Um. <laughs>
2: I'm. <laughs> I, I was listening to what you were saying, and I thought it made a lot of sense. Because uh, yet again, I forgot uh, <laughs> about you know some of his background that he probably wasn't cooking so much. But I'll say this: he is the doctor. He's used to putting things together so i think at the very least if it fall if it fell down to him as long as he can get a hold of the ingredients he can create a highly nutritious meal mm-hmm. it's, you know put together and edible probably not the greatest tasting but he you know it'll, it'll be a damn good meal mm-hmm. um and i think that's good enough for mid-tier i got him maybe like a little higher than Usopp. Mm-hmm. Maybe around the same area as Nami. Probably below her.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, any Anything else? No signature dish?
2: It's, all right. So his signature dish
0: would be. Hmm. We could come back to you. Would be
2: like. Oh, okay. It would be like. Um, barbecued tofu with vegetarian dish. with uh yeah like yeah like um yeah like barbecued grilled tofu with uh a side of salad or something like
0: that. Honestly, I buy that for Chopper. He's an animal. I don't think he would cook meat. Yeah,
2: that's why I went the vegetarian route.
0: Mm. I like that. I like that. Brian, what do you think? Um I have I have Chopper at 7. <laughs> Yay, same like me. <laughs> um ac- yeah yeah wait no no i'll have him at six damn the not, reason not why is that i believe that robin will cheat and help him <laughs> <laughs> yeah robin is very motherly towards chopper honestly so i can see that i can see jo- robin so, just stopping making whatever she's making to help chopper <laughs> no she won't even have to stop she could just have some hands oh yeah you're right like, Your power so sneak cool. around So, um, yeah, I think he'll have the only reason why he gets bumped up to six is because I'm pretty sure Robin will help him cheat. And, uh, I think they will make, I think I'll agree with Chris. They're going to make like a pastry, something really sweet. Um, uh, let's see, what would it be? Uh, I would say it has, it will probably incorporate like some gumballs, like similar to his rumble, you know, rumble balls. Yeah. So maybe like a like an ice cream that has like gu- like gumballs in them. Uh, you remember yeah. those? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it reminds me of that. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's cool. Um, I'm gonna let's move on to our next contestant. We have Nico Robin. Nico Robin. Uh, I have Robin in third. Uh, she's like one of the older crew members. She's been. I. I uh, I'm taking this from her having to move around the world since she was eight years old i think you have to know how to cook at a certain point and cook with not so pleasant ingredients as well and make it kind of livable for yourself um i think robin has had like the most life experience from like most other straw hats i would think just because she's just been around for so much like she's been through so many places and stuff so i feel like i think she can like take really take care of herself you know, just, she knows how to like make food taste good because maybe it's like one of the things that like she that makes her life brighter in those dark days where she was by herself running around and betraying pirates left and right. Um, so uh, I would say Robin is the third best cook, and plus she has mad hands. You could whip something up. She could make like a multiple course meal by herself yeah. if she really. She can clone herself at this point. I mean, she probably couldn't back then, but she can make enough hands where she can like really delegate a bunch of different responsibilities to different hands so uh i'm giving robin third for that reason um uh josh where do you think robin oh uh, spe- f- f- uh yep specialty dish sheesh uh i'm gonna i think robin is a very like chill character in 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 life you know when she's at her happiest she just likes to sit down have a have a nice book um i think she like whatever goes really good with tea I feel like that's her thing, like a nice like, like small sandwich, and a tea, you know, and a good book. And I think that's what she got—a nice little turkey sandwich, you know, lean, (laughs) nice turkey Swiss teas, a little bit of honey mustard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And yeah, and a nice little English tea. Um, Josh, what do you think? What do you have, Robin? Okay, so
2: I also have Robin ranked pretty high. I have her um in the high tier. Hey, that down. That's with a Y. Robin, with a Y. R O B Y N. No, I N. No, it's Y. Okay. Get it like fucking, Fucking right. Get
0: it fucking right, <laughs> it fucking and, right for the oh, notes that only you can see.
2: <laughs> I. When I thought about Robin, I thought she'd be a, a great candidate to be a good cook because like you said, she's been alive and been around for a while. Um, and I'm sure she's learned how to cook like through her travels. But she is, you know, kind of a historian and and learns about a lot of different cultures. and one thing that's shared throughout all cultures that's recorded is cooking. Mm-hmm. um you know, and recipes in one you know in one shape or form or another. Don't call me on that. I'm not all of them, but most, you know? I mean there's there's a way we're able to find out, like, you know, what, what type of equipment they use, utensils, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh so I think she has a lot of knowledge to draw on and has the skills to pull it off. Definitely all the hands to to, to whip everything together. Um, so I have a rank, like I said, in the high tier, right, with Zora. Um De- definitely above like Nami. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
2: signature dish.
0: Robin was very hard her to
2: think her of. Potential is is a lot higher, but I mean I think she could probably whip together something much better. But I can see her doing a, a, a really dope like shooter sh- like shoutery dish. What Char- do you call Char- it? Char- it? Char-
0: oh Damn. Charcuterie.
2: Charcuterie. Yeah. You know, like with the with the yeah, cheese, little, and like cheeses, crackers, little you, like like getting a bunch of different cuts of, of like like you know, cheese and Slime. nice different like types of crackers and like the wine, and everything, like the whole the whole situation.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's very Robin. I buy it. <laughs> uh, Brian, what do you think? I have Robin winning the whole thing. Damn! Oh, you were supposed to wait. I mean, no, you can say, you can reveal who you think is one when they got, when you get there, because I don't think we, we can avoid it. <laughs> um, but yeah, just, I have Robin winning the whole thing, um, with, uh, because of all that experience she has and all that stuff and her being a highly intelligent person, but apply that to the simp factor from Sanji and it just it exponentially increases mm. her, her odds, much like Nami. Nami get, gets her, uh, her, uh, addition from the simp factor i'm sure robin also gets that same uh effect so um plus her court her uh, i was gonna say cork plus her uh double fruit does give her a lot of flexibility when making a dish so yeah i'd say she she wins the whole thing yeah any idea for a signature dish um <laughs> you don't have to it's it's hard <laughs> I don't know shit like it would have to be Something that takes a long Time pre- to prepare but It but she can do it much Faster just because of How much she has Yeah you know how much how much she Can offer to a dish yeah
2: Um I want an update To my dish with Robin hmm. is, So what's Unique about the sh- sh- Did you Charcuterie? say it again? Charcuterie Charcuterie
0: Charcuterie, Charcuterie. Charcuterie. Char-cuterie. 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 charcuterie 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 charcuterie
2: charcuterie
0: charcuterie yeah charcuterie you did it buddy uh, okay amazing, okay right? so that
2: feel right i think her charcuterie charcuterie dish would be would have like a bunch of different like uh unique cultural spins on like different types of like crackers like different types of flat uh, dried bread, you know, like maybe like should have of crackers, like from Israel, and other different types of crackers from the other cultures that I can't think about of the top because I'm not super knowledgeable. I wish I thought this whole through that would have been yeah. dope. You know, different types of cheeses, but not just like slices of cheese, like even like something you could dip, like that's you know, mm-hmm. different cultures, different different types of like fruit, not just the grapes, you know. Or like prepared fruit in a certain way that's significant
1: mm-hmm.
2: to a to a culture. Um Yeah, and of course different it's not just wine. Yeah. Different alcohol yeah. that they can can sample that still somehow fit each combination. So it gives you a bunch of different she's up there. She's she's up there. She's up she's there. Up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's up there.
0: Uh, what do you want? Just thinking
2: about all that, like, yeah that
0: shit's actually kind of lit.
2: That's like international charcuterie. That's actually kind of cool, yo.
0: Yeah, that would be pretty fire. But um, mm. all right. So let's move on uh, to our next contention, Frankie Cuddy Flam, the man himself. Uh, I got Frankie winning the whole thing. Um, wow. Yeah, I think Frankie's dark horse. He's secretly fucking nice with a fucking knife. He's Eat nice with, with a fucking pan. He's I think he's a grill master extraordinaire. You give him any he will make you the fucking best ribs you've ever had. <laughs> I think he's <laughs> crushing this competition just cuz like he's so nice with it secretly. Like you would never think but then he's like whip something up in the kitchen that's just mad flavorful and just delicious. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh I think his signature he just makes the best burger you've ever had in your life. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> <Holy> 12 fucking <laughs> yeah. burger. I think he's like a grill master extraordinaire, fucking best. He just makes you a nice-ass burger, and he's like, is that not the greatest burger you've ever had in your life? And you're like, hell yeah, Frankie. Yes, Cuddy Flam. This is the best one. Uh, I think Frankie is the winner for me. Uh, I don't know why. I just think it would be funny if he was. (laughs) Just suddenly, like, the best. He's also a giant android robot man, so I think, like... He could he could do some cool shit in the kitchen with he, he probably has knives in his hands, you know? He has tools in his in his forearms. His like the box forearms it was actually a toolbox for him. So there's probably knives and shit in there, cooking cooking utensils. I think I think it just throws it down. Like you just know a friend who just throws it down in the kitchen and you're like, hell yeah. Um
2: uh, Yeah, yeah yeah and and it's more than just your bro like he's an android Yeah. <laughs> I mean cyborg
0: yeah cyborg he's a cyborg remember, remember last time we've, we've... we've cyborg
2: is a living organism
0: yes yes <laughs> uh josh what do you think frankie uh lands oh
2: that is so fucking hilarious I got him I might as well go ahead he got, I got him winning the whole thing too man yo really it has a lot to do with the fact that he has access to technology i tell you that uh, so check it out right i mean i i agree with the vibe like i agree with what you were saying like how he's kind of like a vibe like you you just like without really needing evidence he can just create like you know like you just feel like he could cook like he's that kind of guy and yeah. just so that the technology right i'm looking at it straight up like if this is he's like it's a competition to win something what i is for food i have to build food boom he a core. this and then and then this is where my mind went right for the for the for a specialty dish and then i'll get into strength and weaknesses after um he has no weakness he's a cyborg let's just be honest um and his strength is that he's um a cyborg so anyway moving forward to the specialty dish Mm -hmm. i thought about you know how we said like, oh, I, I can't believe it's cake. Like, it's not like, is that cake <laughs> or something like that? Yeah, the that, is that cake. but he, like a contraption, like a statue of something or some some type of I, I, I don't know. We'll Use your imagination. He makes right? a ship. The yeah. object you can imagine. He makes a ship. He makes a ship. But guess what? Every like different parts of it, down to the like to 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 like like the molecular structure. Is different meals throughout the entire Damn. fucking. Episode. So every bite is like a new, brand new, incredible taste because he has the technology to do it, and it's fucking incredible. And people could say, "Bro, I ate a fucking pirate ship, and my, I didn't, uh, multiple flavor explosions. Like, come on, man, fireworks. He won, GG.
0: Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Brian, where do you have Frankie? I have Irish food. I have Frankie in third place. Oh, Okay, I think he's up there. <laughs> uh, much for the similar reasons you guys say. I think he is a a secret, a secret gamer. You know, a secret, a secret beast. Uh, I feel like maybe he he did throw it down for for his family, his Frankie family, on uh on the weekends. You know, yeah barbecue parties with the frankie family so yeah i'd say i'd say he's a third place that's fair i like that um any uh signature dish Brian, by any chance um yeah i'd say i'd say his signature dish is that he uh he just cooks he just grills he's a griller yeah so maybe like some some ribs i like it man Dark Horse Frankie, winning it all. Uh, let's go well, to Brooke. Where do you... Uh, I think I have Brooke eighth. Uh, I think Brooke, I guess, marginally beats Luffy because Luffy is just so abjectly bad at cooking that, like, it. Brooke is almost automatic eighth. But I also don't think Brooke is a good cook at all because he's a, a kind of incompetent in, a, in things that don't involve battle and music. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh he's okay at espionage you know like things that involve like lacking in class yeah he farts on the dinner table he he has no he he doesn't care he doesn't cook he's been dead for 50 years he hasn't had to eat for 50 years so right (laughs) and it's only because luffy is worse than somebody who's never had to cook for 50 years that he's eighth i just don't i just don't see it i just don't see it um josh where do you have brooke
2: yeah, I have him pretty low too. I mean, I had a little bit more confidence in his cooking ability. Definitely better than Luffy. I don't know. I'm. Sh- I don't want to put him in low tier, but I guess I'm gonna have to. I can't just have Luffy down there alone. I agree with your sentiments, man. I mean, Brook. He may have once upon a time knew how to cook pretty decent, but that's long gone. I think yeah. he's forgotten and could care less. Yeah. Now that he has, now that he has a pirate crew with him. And then, uh, and they have a masterclass chef. He probably hasn't touched any type of utensils, mm-hmm. especially he doesn't need to eat. So, yeah, there you go. What would his main dish be? Um, a photo of some woman's panties.
0: <laughs> Edible panties. Edible underwear.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: that I just said in a picture.
2: That's enough to satisfy. His I. Appetite. But, um, putting together I assume that's enough for everybody else, too.
0: Yeah, Brooke's putting together a ham and cheese sandwich. No frills. He's like, this is just what I found in the kitchen. This is all I know how to make. Take it. <laughs> uh, Brian, what do you think? Where where does uh, Brooke lie? I would put Brooke in, um, I would put Brooke. Actually, I was, I'm gonna make a correction. I'm gonna put Brooke in uh, last place instead of Luffy. <laughs> cuz I think Brooke is going to just do some stupid uh fucking bone joke. Yeah, he'll make meat on the bone and be like meat on the bone. Yo. <laughs> I respect it. <laughs> uh all right, finally, last but not least, Jimbe. Jimbe. I have Jimbe second cuz come on. Jimbe's a fucking adult. <laughs> this man this man's the dad of the crew. The, this guy's the cool uncle of the crew. This man can throw it down. Uh, I think he makes like a really nice curry dish, like so like full of spice. Uh, he makes a nice curry chicken. Whatever, man. Whatever you think, I, I see him making some curry. Uh, I, I, that's where that's where I vibe with uh, Jim Bay. Um, I just think he knows how to make a good home cooked meal that just like really fills you up nourishes your soul. You know how it feels. You know that feeling I'm talking <laughs> about. Uh I think that's that's Jimbei 100%. Um Josh, where do you have Jimbei? Um
2: all right. So, I just put everyone in numerical order now that I've got everybody listed. Mm. So, um I'll I'll go over that shortly, but Jimbei, I have him ranked number 4, um nice. high tier, um above Nami, right below Zoro. Um, Jinbei I, bu- I I I guess maybe Am I racist against fishmen For thinking that his palate is super limited Because he's a fish person And they only eat certain kind of, of food That's yeah, kind of racist And it's kind of <laughs> ra- racist well, <laughs> I'll say this he, he may lack The pure skill That Zoro has and the boundless knowledge that uh uh, cooking knowledge that that robin has but jimbe is a nice balance um uh, a higher a stronger balance than nami where i feel like he would make incredibly flavorful dishes like in our, like you said like food that'll fill you up you know what i'm saying kind of rational food too like you know he he was out at sea for a long time and know how to cook for you know for, for quick scenarios but they just need to, to, to eat to survive and I guess for celebratory situations too. Um I don't know. I don't know if he I don't know if he took that much of the uh, of that, that cooking burden while he you know on his crew. I'm sure they have chefs and shit too, but whatever. Um I just think he could cook a damn good meal because he looks like it. And man, I am a Fisherman, chauvinist. I'm a human chauvinist, and I'm racist against fish people. You got me, Chris and Brian and everyone listening, because I can't think of anything better to say. But I rank them high.
0: Test, test man. I mean, oh, what's your dish?
2: Not fish. Uh, do what do they eat? I don't what know food.
0: They, they they eat food. Regular. They they eat fish too. We don't, I don't eat know. Human. I don't know. I mean, you know, you don't, don't have mean... to make him eat fish. Now nah, let's just say something else. <laughs> He's been up to the to the to the outside
2: world, like a sea cucumber soup or something like that. A hearty. Did you say a soup too or something? I
0: said curry. I said uh, curry chicken or something.
2: Say, I'm gonna say like a, uh, Soup like with mad vegetables, but like hearty. Like, savory, like, you know, like, potatoes, some corn, some f- fucking okra, maybe, too. Like, some, you know, some seaweed, um, oh, carrots,
0: nigga, all of that. <laughs> Celery. He makes a stew. He makes a mean fucking stew.
2: Yeah, and some fish stock. How about that?
0: I'll take some it. fish. He doesn't have to have fish. I don't know why you're giving him... I'm just
2: a because he's a sea person, so... It has to All fit right. the team.
0: All, All right, right. Yeah. Brian. Where do you have Jimbe? Should Did I get my, my top ten right now? I mean, top- um, wait. Go. Let ja- Let Brian go, and then you could do it. Wasn't Jimbe yeah. a captain before? Yes. Yes. I say anybody who's been a captain before, aside from Frankie, would be a bad chef. Would be it? A- would be a great cook. So I'll say he's like seventh place. Damn. Well, he was an- he was a knight for a time. He wasn't always a pirate. Yeah. Yeah, but even if he when he's a knight, who's who's gonna cook when is he gonna be cooking as a knight? He has shit to do. Alright. Hey, I'm not gonna argue with you. You may be right. <laughs> what do I know? We haven't seen Jim A cook yet, so. Uh what do you think his signature dish is, Brian? Um I'd say. I'd say his signature dish would be Something simple, much like uh, Usopp. I'd say he'd make like a soup. We're all Not soups. even like a stew, like a soup. Mm. All right, Something something water-themed. We'll take Gumbo. It. Gumbo? Gumbo, Gumbo Jimbae. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Gumbo jimbe. <laughs> Um All right, well, there you go. Brian, Josh, you wanted to go through your top ten? Yes. Well, it's actually top so, nine. All right.
2: So in first place, I got Frankie. Second place, I got Robin. Third place, I got Zoro. Fourth place is Jinbei. Fifth place is Nami. Sixth place is Chopper. Seventh place is Usopp. Eighth place is Brooke. And finally, ninth is Luffy. There we go.
0: Nice. Hell now- yeah nice well there you go there you have it those are uh where we think (laughs) the straw hats would land if they were to do a top chef type competition um this was a fun uh round of questions we have uh more questions to get through uh but if you want you can keep sending questions our way if you're whether you're sketching mike or anybody else who's listening right now that would be super cool uh keep it keep it coming um but i think that's it for now without further ado let's move on Jujutsu Kaisen. This is Jujutsu Kaisen chapter 183, the Tokyo number two colony part three. Last we left off, Hakari uh, uh, was uh, going up against Charles Bernard, a manga artist from f- a French descent. Um, he uh, They really got into it. We learned his uh, cursed technique is basically, he puts a panel on you and he can see a certain amount of time into the future. Uh, not not that substantial. Maybe one or two minutes into the future of your particular ac- uh, actions, um, and uh, at that point during the battle, Hakare uh, stopped fucking around and just activated his domain, um, because he's done playing this stupid ass game. So, uh, we are getting the basically the rules of the domain downloaded straight into Charles' Hika- uh, into Charles's mind, and uh, his cursed technique. It's a pachinko fucking gambling machine game. Um, I had to read this a couple times over because yep, this was one of those. This was one of those uh, where literally there's a two page spread where it's a it's a pretty epic info dump of how it works. I don't know much about pachinko, so this was just kind of like stuck on me for a minute. I really had to. Uh, embrace what was happening here but the way i understand it is that Hakari, so to speak pulls the lever on the pachinko machine and uh he get, he gets two of the characters that are on it it's kind of like you know when you pull like a jackpot machine and you know you got to match three so you know he gets two and that activates the condition known as richie which sends them into a certain scenario, and um, the scenario is based off of a manga, apparently, because pachinko machines are apparently themed. I guess themed slot machines in Japan. In Japan, they're very themed. correct. Yeah, in Japan, they're very like they're themed slot machines. Um, so, what happens is they get teleported into the scenario. Um, for example, the first one they get into is this guy who's late for work. Um, and uh if he can make it past the turnstile uh on time, then that's a jackpot for Hakari. Um and if not, then what happens is it just resets to the beginning. Um and Charles has an opportunity to attack. He has to defeat Hikari before he can pull the lever again, so to speak, uh to activate the domain again. Um and there are tiers of you know results that come from the uh, the fucking pulling of the lever. There are uh, the doors that show up: the green, red, and gold. Each of them have uh, an increasingly higher chance of success, uh, a higher chance of jackpot than the other. So it'd be green as the around twenty to forty percent. Uh, red has about like a sixty percent or something, and gold is pretty damn close to. 80 or so. Uh, so, you know, the first one was a red one, so it was kind of like a mid-tier door. Uh, it could have gone either way. It was basically a 50-50 shot. Um, the gold is an 80% chance of uh, of a fucking jackpot. So, the gold doors appear, and that's not looking good for Hika- for Charles as he's failed to defeat Hakari before he could activate the next phase of the domain. Um a new Richie shows up, they end up in a scenario. Uh and now I guess like during this scenario, Charles Bernard also has the opportunity to kill Hikari before uh or maybe yeah, kill Hikari before the scenario plays out, and Hikari has to kinda like stop him from doing that. He's able to attack as well. Um so in this scenario it's basically this dude and this girl are departing you know i guess after a date or something and um the girl is about to take the train and the chance that they have to take is that uh if the girl gets on the platform gets on the train then hakari loses but if she stays behind with the guy he wins in this scenario and i hope i'm explaining this right because this is hard to this is hard for me to get through Uh, So, in the meantime, while they wait for this result to occur, um, Charles is just basically, like, feigning off his attacks and looking for a good opportunity to attack. Uh, Right as the train passes, he doesn't see the girl, so he strikes Hakari, stabbing him through the side, uh, assuming that he'd won, uh, assuming that not that he'd won, but but Hakari lost the opportunity like it didn't come up as a jackpot so at that point he's uh hikari's down charles is like if this was a game of skill instead of luck you might have won don't you think and then he turns around and you see the visage of the guy and the lady who actually didn't get on the train <laughs> she ran around up <laughs> over to the other side of the train station and she says, I missed the last train. At that point, Hakari isolated yeah. mangas.
2: I've yeah. read I've literally read ones like this and it's like these this is a pretty serious moment, I'm not
0: gonna <laughs> lie. <laughs> this yeah. is like oh she didn't fucking hit me. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, at that opportunity Hikari now has a jackpot. So he strikes Charles so hard that he breaks the g pen spear. Uh and uh I guess like whenever he gets a jackpot, he gets that much stronger, like he he gets like a boost in stats, I guess. Um and uh he kicks this. he kicks Charles directly in his face and he says wrong, I use skill to grab a hold of luck. And uh that's where this chapter ends. I hope I nailed it. I hope I understood it. I Good job. This was me just trying to like distill it down to the simplest idea I can, so that I could do this podcast, <laughs> so <laughs> so I could explain this to y'all, and I hope that this made sense because that's how I understood it. Uh, so that was the end of the chapter. Josh, what did you think about this chapter?
2: Um, I was super perplexed, man. I didn't know what to think about this for a while. After I read it for the third fucking time, um. I basically told myself that it's it's okay for it to be something that I didn't expect. Yeah. Right. Uh now here's the thing. I'm thrown off because this doesn't particularly seem incredibly powerful. Mm-hmm. I guess I can understand. I mean we don't we don't I don't this the issue is that this manga kid, this this square who <laughs> we don't really know much about, he's not really a great person to scale Hikari to. We already know that he's considered on the same level, right, as Okotsu and kinda also uh the, the teacher. What's his name?
0: Yeah, uh, Gojo.
2: Yeah, they're all, all three of them are supposed to be around the same level with Gojo just having the kind of a clear edge because of his can't touch me ability. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm not I'm not really impressed by what I'm seeing. But uh this is jujutsu kaisen and he has earned some creativity credit in my book so i want to see it applied in different in in more situations i mean he's not going to i don't think it's going to be the same exact scenario every time right but aside from that let me just talk about what i've seen in of itself um i think when he says that i use skill to grab a hold of luck i don't know if he's going to break that down further in the next chapter but the way I see it is that he looks at it like I'm I'm a really strong person in general, so I'm able to survive long enough to go for enough roles. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm like I know I'm gonna hit it eventually because I'm gonna survive long enough. So it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Especially against a punk ass sorcerer like this <laughs> like manga boy.
0: <laughs> yeah, he does say that he's never made it, he's never gone past thirty times whether he was going all out or taking it easy. So there is some truth to that. Like he's never had to do the thing 30 times more than 30 times.
2: Right. And I think that's just a testament of like, it's not that it couldn't, I don't think he's saying that it's impossible because of how strong he is. I think he's just saying that like, it's bound to happen. There's a very high chance it's going to happen before 30 times, you know? So and that's thirtieth is probably the longest it had been.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's just ma-
2: a matter of reference, like to say, like, like I'm that I'm that guy. I don't I'll fuck you up without disability. Then get my shit and then really smoke you.
1: Mm-hmm. How about
2: that? <laughs> so um I don't know. I still think the fucking training door is a whack. <laughs> I don't really <laughs> get it. I don't, I, I'm not really I'm not sold on it. I need to see him fight a little bit more. So I think that that it kind of overall weakened this issue for me and this experience so far, but I don't think it's over. It looks like it's over, but, um,
0: you know, we'll see. Uh, Brian, what did you think? Um, I was a little confused with this chapter as well. I think a lot of people were honestly, (laughs) so I don't know. I'm a little, I'm honestly, I'm a little disappointed. This does feel like a very, uh, Japan heavy chapter, though. Like, this is, like, Japan is culture. Better. No, no. I, like, what I'm saying is, is, like, this is Japanese culture kind of thing. You know, like, pachinko is not popular at all. Well, not as popular in the States. Like, it's a very, it's very big in Japan, pachinkos. Like, uh, konami is notably of a, a pachinko company before like even though they made Gear solid and all that shit they make most of their money from pachinkos so you kind of have to understand pachinkos to understand how this thing works i guess but i don't know kind of hope it's similar like like josh is saying i hope it's like kate like his domain is like gambling catered to the person who he's playing against or he's in the domain against so for him since he's uh a mangaka it would be like scenario-based gambling you know but what if it's like some what if it's like he's fighting an american and there's like poker or some shit you know it's like a poker domain i don't know i think that would be cool if it's just gambling and different types of games you know Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Um were those all your thoughts Brian? Yeah. The all confusion right. of the of his domain kind of took away from the chapter for me like like Josh. So. Yeah, I respect that. I uh this was my really good chapter of the week. Certified
1: RGC Certified
0: RGC Certified RGC uh and I'll tell you why. Uh I, first I was right there with you guys. I was like, "Man, <laughs> this is weird. The, my first thought was like, well, we've officially uh Jujutsu Kaisen has officially become Hunter Hunter. <laughs> Where we're just we're just getting like overly complicated power systems. But you know what? But that?
2: This shit, I'm sorry, Chris. This shit is Yu-Gi-Oh, my nigga. This is beyond Hunter X Hunter. Maybe I need to read more in the manga, but from what I watched in the anime, nothing is as in depth as that.
0: No, yeah. I mean, here's the thing, though. But where I was going with it is just like, well, to be fair, it's mostly because we're not, we don't know anything about Pachinko, so that's why this feels sh- weird to us. I feel like maybe in Japan, people are like, fuck yeah, pachinko. <laughs> <laughs> or at least they have a better understanding of the rules for the most part. Like, they understand how panko, pachinko machines work. Um, but yeah, I was also like, man, I didn't expect this out of Hakari. But you know what? This is this is very consistent with Jujutsu Kaisen. Like Domains... It's funny with the thing about domains is that I keep forgetting that they're not supposed to be these end all be all things. That they're not this final attack, kamehameha <laughs> you know, special move. Um yeah. You know, so you know, I I appreciated that. The more I read and the more I started to understand, at least to the best of my knowledge, understand uh, the ability, uh, the more I appreciated it and the funnier I thought it was. Uh I'm just like we're just playing out this slice of life romance story out while there's a fucking battle in the background. Uh it's it's a lot of fun and I think there is a special like Brian mentioned. I feel like there's a special jab that this pachinko machine is based off of uh, a manga that that Charles really liked. So maybe it is variable from person to person. Uh, the kind of game that you get to play. Uh I feel like this the fact that it was a manga was like deliberate for uh against Charles. Uh but yeah, I, I, I liked it. I had I'm a good, I had a good time reading it. You know what I mean? Like Jujutsu Kaisen, every now and then I'm just like, Well, wow, this is a lot of words <laughs> to explain this power. Uh the
2: first couple pages, right?
0: Yeah, the first I- co- responded don't give me this fucking info though yeah i mean you know i I, but you know what like once i got over the initial like come on (laughs) i i actually like read it yeah yeah. for the purposes of this podcast pretty much i i I don't think i would have done it over if i didn't have to explain it in two days um but yeah once i read it over i was like all right this is kind of funny uh And feels like very on brand with Hikari. He seems to very much be comfortable in this ability. Um, And I don't think this battle is over uh, because Charles's eyes are still around. You know, like he's not dead. He's just like shocked that he just got rocked in his face. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, who knows? And maybe he's just like fucking with him. Um, I don't know. Maybe I just have an affinity for Hikari. I just like the guy. He's just like very fun to me.
2: I mean he. I don't think he's whacking on like that I'm, I just want to see I want to see more
0: yeah I would like to think that there's probably more to this I, I feel like bo- there's more to both of their abilities maybe uh, yeah. like every time we, we learn more about Hakari's fucking curse technique we end up with more questions every single fucking time yeah. <laughs> we thought his powers <laughs> like, to, we thought his powers like had to uses- do with transit when yeah, when he uses his doors the first time, we're like, wait, what the fuck? No explanation. He yeah. uses this domain expansion, which literally tells us what it does, and we're still like, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 to be fair, there's a cultural gap there that we're not that we don't get because we don't get we don't play pachinko. But I just might have to after this. I was gonna say. I think. All right. Do you guys remember like getting
2: those little like like plastic toys like from birthday parties and stuff like little when you would get like i don't know you ever got like a gift like a little goodie bag and it had those little toys in it mm-hmm. one of them like this thing where you would shoot like you, like it had the little silver balls in there and you would like press a button and shoot them up and try to get it dropped into certain spots yeah i think that's what pachinko is
0: pachinko is a slot machine
2: i pulled it up i mean you sure i don't know
0: i actually there's, there's, don't
2: know shoot like trying to get the balls to go to a certain spot i mean this is a picture of one it's a really hmm. yeah but they're video they're video uh, list <laughs> too. pachinko are too to yeah pachinko. well i don't their know
0: video pachinkos as well should have did more research to drop the ball so did i dude
2: hey oh that's a, is that a pun because it's pachinko ah uh, uh, right uh, <laughs> so i don't know if it's a pun that's what i think the game is look it says pachinko All right, wikipedia is a type of mechanical game originated in japan that is used as a form of recreational arcade. okay whatever all right basics of pachinko put money in the machine cash only on the left side <laughs> press the play button marked japanese words turn the round lever which will let metal balls shoot out continuously hold it so balls will keep shooting out. Aim the balls for the upper left area of the pachinko board. And that's all it says here for the basics of pachinko.
1: Hmm. Okay.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> Expand on this.
0: No, I think it makes sense. Like I mentioned earlier, there's kind of like there's an initiation level, the level, the the lever he has to pull. He throws a ball. There's red, Uh, there's red, Uh, green and gold and gold balls. So maybe that's what he's talking about, and then it turns into a door or something. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to these pages anyway. That oh is... guys
2: in the comments break it down. Yeah, yeah. if anybody
0: can help us out, that oh, would I'm a, be I'm cool. A, I'm gonna I'm I'm see y'all. That would be cool if anybody can get can explain Hakari's ability with relatively ease. That would be super cool. Please comment below, uh, and we'll give you a thank you. I'm City. Say, at G- or, yeah, you, or you can email us at newjumpcitypod at com. Either way, works for us. Newjumpcitypod uh, at gmail.com. Yeah. But uh, that's all I really got to say about um, Jujutsu Kaisen. I thought it was very fun. Um, it was my favorite, uh, like, despite the fact that I felt like I had to read it over, I, the more I read it, the more I enjoyed reading it over. You know what I mean? Like, just trying to put together the pieces of the puzzle. But that was just my own experience, I guess. Um, are you guys ready to move on? Yes. Then let's a go. Undead Unlock. This is Undead Unlock, Chapter 109, RIP. Reskiat. Reskiat in peace. All right. All right. Yoshi Fumi. I got you. Um, we continue our flashback with Rip. Um, after, uh, his fiance died, uh, under his knife i guess he tries to commit suicide but lotla stops him from doing it uh causing him to cut his own eye that's why he has the scar uh he cut himself and uh the wound refuses to heal of course because of his negation uh somehow some way he gave himself a robot eye <laughs> after a certain point it's explained is it
2: it's not yeah i thought i mean yeah. it's i don't think it's a special eye. I think it's just a porcelain eye or something like that. Yeah, like a glass eye. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. It looks like yeah. cable. Cut, I mean, he cut himself... Yeah. We'll get, yeah, we'll yeah, it's get like a it.
0: cable. It's like a cable eye. You know how it shines? And... Uh, yeah. Is he like... technark? Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he does have robot legs. He has not He does not have robot. Those are armors. Those are like armor. Crazy. No, he's you'll see
2: no the we'll arms get...
0: and legs I see them they're their armor
2: no it's fi- he we're gonna get to it. she ta- she said something about his legs watch
0: all right
2: <laughs> we'll get to that part in the chat
0: yeah anyway so you know she he's he learned about his negation uh, we cut back and forth between the battle of him and Andy we cut back to the flashback Um. <laughs> he's just yelling. Rip is just yelling about a way to bring people back from the dead. Uh, he's like, there has gotta be fucking something. And Lotla's like, there is an artifact that will allow you to jump to a new world, the Ark. Um. So you know, Rip is like, man, I don't care. Uh, I finally used uh, I used my knives to cut through your brain. Uh, you can't repair that. So you know, yeah. To so, fuck you, fuck you. I'm Andy. So Andy blows his it, entire body up and is like, you know what? Fine. Blam. And uh, I guess he like makes it so he doesn't, he's just like running on instinct alone because he blew his own brains out. Um,
2: I guess instead of being like halfway, like in between, he might as well commit to being full brainless. Yeah. Like,
0: you know, mentally handicapped. <laughs> yeah um so yeah rip is like you monster um yeah, you lobotize yourself damn <laughs> <laughs> you, dude you're crazy um so yeah basically Andy is going berserk um the advantage of his ability is gone uh he's like what the fuck am I gonna do um so we cut back to uh just before he met up with Andy and he just like tells lotla he's like lotla i I found undead. I'm just gonna fight him and take his points. Um. She's like, "What are you doing? Oh, they are. They are. Uh, Row on arms. You're right. That was my bad. I didn't even see this panel. where he just like is attaching it onto his arm.
2: Yo. And but but that's not it. I mean like, what? All
0: right. There's more. There's more. Yeah. That's his arm, right? Yeah. So, you know, he's he's gonna go. This is where he resolves to go fight. Uh, Andy. Um, and you know they're fighting pretty hard. <laughs> Andy uses his uni beam, his version of the uni beam, which is just ripping his chest open and shooting blood at him. Um,
2: Bro, dead road is the coolest fucking move.
0: Yeah, Uh and Andy's life flash before uh, rips life flashes before his eyes real quick as uh, the dead road is just aiming at him. Uh, but Lotla comes in, and I don't know. I don't think they revealed her negation. But it stops uh, the blood from reaching uh, Rip. And she gets them out of there temporarily. Um, and she's just yelling at him for not letting her help him kill Andy. Um, and you're right. She mentions here it, is like when you cut off your legs, when you, you, said, it, you legs. said it would make you stronger when we joined under. Even when we fought back against Autumn, you always try to leave me behind. Let me and do. Let- Wait, like, what? what, what? his legs off
2: for what (laughs) uh like for those metal things
0: yeah wow
2: commitment yeah he is he's a cyborg now i guess yeah he has cable's eye a robot arm and robot legs
0: you're right you're right um
2: and that's all we know
0: yeah she tells him to allow her to put his life her life on the line as well and uh, rip gives her a hug she seems to get a vision of uh Andy of uh rip using a spe- a certain technique and Andy being able to evade it somehow so she she goes she puts her counterattack into uh, effect she jumps Andy from behind stabs him in the head it is like rip now you won't hit it I you won't hit him. I one hundred percent guarantee it. I think that's important for her uh, negation. And um, at that moment, she special beam cannons herself. <laughs> she gives herself a special beam cannon suicide. Um, yeah. And uh, makes Rip just blast through Andy and her with his through his head. Yeah, brutal. And then, uh, you know she's as she's passing away, she's saying, "Just you wait, Layla, your dashing prince is coming to save you, and uh, that's where the chapter ends. God damn <laughs> that was brutal, that was unexpectedly brutal, yeah uh Josh, what do you think about this chapter
2: this was this was pretty crazy, um this was the damn i can't switch i can't switch the rgc man this was a really good chapter though this was a really good um undead unlocked uh, chapter i mean i didn't see this coming at all yeah it's been a surprise the series does this all the time but i mean damn that was bold She acted like they had a plan. She said, "I got an idea. I like, come on, come on, come on, you know." Mm -hmm. And yeah, like, do it now. (laughs) Now, (laughs) bet, take the arc, reset the world, and find me again, and uh, fall in love with my sister, and I'll and I'll just I don't know, be sad
0: forever and shit. (laughs) But I'll be happy for y'all. She'll be alive because he's going back in time. True, 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 true. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Were those are your thoughts?
2: Those are my thoughts. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, this mm-hmm. was
0: this was a really good chapter, honestly. Um, yeah, this was really crazy. I, you know, what's really interesting about this is that it almost like frames Andy as an antagonist. You know yeah. what I mean? Like for a second, uh, you would mistake like Rip is like being is like a good guy. You know, uh, the whole time I was like, damn. Yeah, like this, this is sucks because r- <laughs> like I feel bad for Rip. I know what he he's he's like a, he's for sure like the villain of this thing but it's also like i get it you know i guess this is what he's wanted this whole time and then you you realize that you could just like be part of the loop um but this is wild and it was a great fight too um and you know latla being involved i don't know her negation but this was a really cool and unexpected way to utilize her um as a character I'm very I'm very interested to see how this plays out. I can't really make a prediction as to how it will. Um I, I feel like Andy's gonna find a way. I see like his finger is loaded. If you look at that two page spread, he has like his finger gun thing uh loaded up. So maybe no, maybe he'll like use that at some point, but this is surprising. I don't think he'll kill Rip. I feel like he sympathizes with him to a degree, especially since they have like a long history. Cool. But yeah, i can't I couldn't tell you, but this was this was a very brutal chapter. It was very interesting and one of the better undead unluck chapters in a while, um i really I really appreciated this and enjoyed this a lot. gave a, an extra dimension to rip as a character, even though we know all this stuff about his backstory, getting to actually seeing see it is uh really paints him really well uh, alongside the contrast of this battle. kind of recontextualizes him as kind of like a tragic hero which I respect. Um, but that's all I got to say about uh, Undead Unluck. Uh, any uh, rebuttals, closing thoughts?
2: Um, Nah, man.
0: This is just a very well done Undead Unlock chapter. And is Andy dead,
2: dead, dead?
0: I doubt it, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, but good chapter nonetheless, man. Right. Um, good question of the day yeah uh well that was undead unlock Uh, and that has been our show uh thank you guys so much for listening uh as per usual you can find me at the chris on twitter and instagram josh at jd cole underscore 37 on instagram at ny chillin on twitter Uh, you can follow brian at b.esp on twitter and instagram Uh, he also streams video games sometimes at itch punchline twitch.tv slash it's punchline uh subscribe to him there or whatever you guys do on twitch Uh, you could uh follow the show itself at new job city on Twitter and Instagram, uh, follow us on Twitter, especially because we do a really good chapter of the week poll. Uh, and we'd like to get more people on that. That would be a lot of fun. Uh, you can email us at new job city Pod at gmail.com. Any questions, suggestions, anything guys want us to talk about, uh, we're on there. Check us out. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, Give us a five-star review while you're at it. Or you can subscribe to us on YouTube, where our, there are a full version of the podcast, plus little highlight breakouts, although the audio version of the podcast usually comes out first. So, check us out on all those platforms. Uh, and without further ado, that's it for this week. Next week, we'll have My Hero Academia back in uh, somewhat close to a uh, full lineup. Um, but um, until then, thank you guys so much for listening. And stay safe, New Jump Citizens.
2: Peace out, guys. Thanks for listening.